You know what I mean? What are you doing, Rizman? I got Rizman is squatting. <laughs> you guys see? Okay. She walks at an old Why man. Why is he walking like a... Why is he walking? Yeah, exactly like an old man who's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, not the bottle, man. Just, oh, just go no, to the bathroom. The bottle, Rizman. Rizman, Rizman just use the bathroom. Just use the bathroom. Just crying out loud. Just go to the bathroom, man. Oh, Jesus. Hurry. Um, okay, okay. Rizman's about to pee on the air. Oh. <laughs> what? I pee from my balls, guys. It's a medical condition. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. So, dude, Fuck. too many people. Okay. So, people who deserve a stand-up special and people who don't. Uh, it's very weird to talk about this while seeing Rizman pee. Well, like, you're not really Probably. seeing it. You just know he's doing it. Probably Martin Norman. Yeah, yeah, he got rejected a lot. Yeah. Well, he but, did uh, make his own. But Netflix made it up. Uh, it just got announced. Season three of the stand-ups, Netflix. Mark Norman's in it. I do yeah. not like those. The they're too short. The 30-minute ones. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're too, too short. short. And yeah. it's a way of them capitalizing on smaller comedians who can use an hour. No, nah, yeah. I don't think they're capital. Because look at the first season had Nate Bargatze. That was where he blew up. If it wasn't for that 30 minutes, Nate Bargatze would still be on the road. Yeah, I really think like it's like for, a business card. Yeah. It's, okay, if you look at it like that, yeah. But for me, it's like giving Joey Diaz 30 minutes, only 30 minutes. And he yeah. stand up and his, his Netflix wasn't good. Even he himself was actually mm. not happy with his Netflix special. It's mm. like, mm. or Big J Orkison, who's like, the most he, articulate man. He, the, the way he constructs the story is yeah. masterful. Apparently, his problem is, is he only does crowd work. Yeah, all the the running gag is that he never writes material. <laughs> so yeah, he's, I don't he's know a very art, he's a he's a very articulate hell's angel. That's how I describe him. <laughs> very articulate hell's angel <laughs> with a life of a hell's angel, a yeah. Jewish hell's angel. <laughs> that is very weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he, uh, like, the, the ones that, the stories he say on the, this is not happening. Yeah. Oh, like my Like, the God. prime of it. The one that he has about the big titties fighting. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The way he constructs that story is, like, I can only hope that one day I can construct the story as articulate as he does. Yes. <laughs> Usually, when the titties get out, everybody are like, yay. But now, her titties come out, and everybody like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a dude, a dude that should get a special, I feel, is Kyle Kinane. Cause okay, Kyle Kinane, yeah. Kyle Kinane, cause okay, there are only two comedians that I've ever watched in person live that have yeah. given me an asthma attack. Like I fall on the floor, I can't get up anymore. I need my inhaler. Oh, number yeah. one is the number one is Gina Yashire. Okay, when she does an hour, I'm dead. I'm dead. Call the ambulance because <laughs> I can't get up. Number two is Kalkanane. And Kalkanane, I was next to Kavin J. Kid. Just two fat brown dudes sitting to each other. And Kalkanane is just, and we're just hugging each other, laughing, just, just clutching each other so hard because he's talking about uh, <laughs> Eagle Nuggets and Freedom Sauce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the but KKK, the, the KKK who wants Mexican food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny, and I've, I've, I think to I myself, was there. I, I was. Oh, you were I there. Got the 
Yeah, I got the chance to when I saw Horcon Canadians coming, I was like, fuck it, I'm buying a ticket. I got the last ticket. Yeah. I nice, God nice. Damn. It was so good. I honestly feel like you could do an hour. Gina yeah. Yesher hasn't done an hour on Netflix either. She should get an hour. He is also one of the people who's like, when he articulates a story, is just so fucking. Yeah. It's, it's so him yeah. that it's like. Like I cannot say the same story he says the same. I, I can read word for word, but it will not sound the same because yeah. his flavor is just in the, his the spice is there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a particular like it's a wonderful brand of like you know yeah. Everything he talks about is is a I can't believe this is not happening. Right? Yeah. Whether and he's, the way he, yeah. Whether Continue. he's talking about somebody else. Whether he's talking about a hypothetical situation where he's talking about he's drunk and he's trying to get a whopper in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so, so fucking perfect. The, the one yeah. he talks about fucking a chick in a retard uh, care facil- facility. Oh, no. Where, where, the bar o- where, where the bar only serves shots. <laughs> it's like, and he's like talking about the. <laughs> Guys, why is it okay to pick up animals at the animal shelter? That's a noble thing, right? Yeah. But it's not okay to pick up women at the battered woman's shelter. Why is that not? Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Jesus, That's what my are... favorite bitch he does. Oh my god. Uh... Yeah, that's bit. Yeah, I know, I know, bits. but it's like... Uh... It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 oh, there's so one that he talks about drinking in the plane, and for like, it's actually one of his lesser bits. But for yeah. some reason, you know, it gets you. It just gets you. It's like the Kalkanis business. He's drinking on the plane, constantly yeah. drinking, and he's keep ordering drinks. Yeah. And then, and then at one point, the air stewardess kind of goes like, "Are you driving?" Mm-hmm. He brings her two beers, and it's like, "Are you driving?" And he grabs her grabs her hands and both hands and slowly pulls it and gets close and says no we are on an airplane (laughs) 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 it's just uh, so perfect and fuck there's two things it's like it was a surreal moment meeting him because i always saw him as a pixels on the screen Mm -hmm. so when i actually saw him in 3d and it was weird, and I got to get, like summoned up the. It's like I'm not starstruck or anything, but at the same time, you don't want to be a prick. Yeah. So he was sitting at. By the way, he drinks. <laughs> he 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 slows down now. He slowed down now, but at yeah. the time, oh my goodness! Yeah. He was at the bar. He chucked down a few of the beers at the at the Chinese beers that he used to serve in the. Yeah, Sing Tao's. Yeah. Yeah, I love those. I wonder what happened to those. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. Yeah. He just and he was drinking that, and I got to summon up the courage to go and speak to him. And he was like, yeah, "Like you stand up." I was like, "I want to do." I don't want to. I want to like a like a. Oh, <laughs> oh, I want to oh, stand up, oh, sir. Oh, so sweet. So what do I need to do? <laughs> I do anything for a plus. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got some advice from him, and uh, he said, "He said his best was like, dude, they won't kill you. Just try it." And then. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was weird, but at the same time, it was weird to see him. But then he just went on the stage and killed. Yeah, and oh, he asked this is the part we were talking. The part of a conversation is like, What does the 
how the how are the Asian audiences basically? Yeah. And I said like one thing I, I said like the only thing I can tell you is that they won't boo you, and if they might not get your joke, so they and if they go silent, it's sometimes they might not get your joke, so they would you would just hear complete silence. You will not have it like a gasp or anything. You just or yeah. boo. It's just dead air. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, "All right." And then he was on the stage and he was doing the jokes. And some of it mm-hmm. would catch, and some of it like the reference people people might not get or something. Right. And people, it was near the end of the bit, and he went. Crowd went silent. Somebody from the back, I think one of the comedians, laughed, and he just mm-hmm. went, it's up and down, baby. <laughs> just. <laughs> It's up and down. It's true. It's true. I haven't it's a seen him a... anymore. Yeah, no, he's he slowed down over the time. I think it might have been the fact that as he was doing stand-up, the drinking probably got worse. And oh, yeah, the problem. <laughs> he pro- yeah, I think I was listening to Comedians Comedian, the podcast. Mm-hmm. One of the earliest episodes was called the name. Uh, Rizman introduced me to the podcast. Mm. And... And I was, he was talking about how he's trying not to be that kind of comedian anymore because it mm. sort of fed either the, that side of his personality fed into that kind of comedy or that mm-hmm. kind of that comedy fed into that kind of personality. Either way, it, there was some kind of connection between the style of comedy and the kind of like addictive personality that he had. So he had to pull himself back and slow down. Oh, man. Hmm. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, but I think he was trying not to die young. Hmm. Yeah. Well, pretty much. Well, kudos to him in that sense. Uh, who's the Who's the comedian that came to Malaysia? The the bald guy. I forgot his name. He came American, of, British, American. American. He's bald. he was saying what the what the fuck the guy ah, fuck I forgot his oh, name. Oh, uh, no, not Butch Bradley. Uh, what the fuck? What is he? Is he old? Young? Middle-aged, bald dude with a God hoodie. Uh, that uh, narrows it down. Um, bald, bald hood with a hoodie. Yeah, that doesn't matter. So white it. male comedian? What? Uh, Hang on. Was it like um? Was it the dude that did Shaggers? No, that's Nick Coffin. He's he's brown. Oh, is he brown? Yeah. I Nick thought it was just tan. Okay. Uh, another comment. Oh, Matt Davis. Oh, oh, Matt Davis. Okay, we oh, can't be objective here name. because okay, me and Rakeem are Hang like BFFs with Matt, and we want nothing oh, but I, success with him. I love that guy. I love his crowd work. Like he needs he's, an hour where he's he like an hour and a half that like he needs to incorporate the way he like does the crowd work in it. Like he's just so perfect. Uh, like I cried laughing every time I heard him, and the last time I saw him was like he was laying on the ground. He was sitting on the ground, like leaning back, and people weren't telling him what the time was. He was just going on and on, <clears throat> and he he said this. He asked this guy where he's from, and he's from a very particular city in India, and he was like, "Hey, dude, this call up and <laughs> have some startup <laughs> shit." <laughs> Start- uh, some startup shit, bro. And I couldn't tell you how much I was laughing in the back. 
just hearing him talking to an Indian guy who's a programmer, <laughs> talking Chinese to let's do oh he said let's do some tech shit, bro. <laughs> oh my god, crowd, he was crowd working. The, the, he was doing crowd work, and he asked uh, the audience, uh, "Where are you from, man?" Uh, Kota Kinabalu. Oh, dude, I grew up there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he just, and then his whole, I grew up, yeah, I totally grew up there. And he did his whole set by just injecting the lore that he grew up, he grew up in Kota Kinabalu. <laughs> <laughs> right on the spot. He's quick, he's witty, charismatic as fuck. It's like, all right. Yeah. I got oh. roasted by him. So I did a oh. bit about how there was, there was a, there was a Malay pride rally run by like a political party yeah. and then it was it was really it was a little fashy i felt right mm-hmm. and then afterwards what happened is everybody at the malay pride rally got diarrhea mm. so this is like this is a real fail of a of a ethnic a racial pride rally and i thought to myself look you can't you can't tell people to be proud of your race and you know be prejudiced to other races and then shit yourself Look at the look at the clan. Look at the Ku Klux Klan. They're racist, but at least their laundry is on point, right? No shit stains there, no food stains there. Okay, and then, and then Matt goes up like, "Shut the fuck up about the clan. I'm from Alabama. What the fuck do you know about the clan? <laughs> Show you something about the clan." And then he goes, "Assalamu alaikum, motherfuckers." He wanted to take a break on stage. He was killing like an hour. He wanted to do more time, but he wanted he just needed a five minute break. He literally in the middle of a set called me on stage, do some of your one liners, and I just did one liners <laughs> for like five minutes until he recovered. <laughs> uh, he looks the most. He's the most rel- relaxed person uh, on the stage I've seen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that guy, like I searched him. Like the first time I, I the, the first time I saw him, that's like the time I saw him. Like the the, the his last visit, basically in Malaysia, was a pretty much was the second time I saw. But the first time I saw him was with my brother, actually, and the, my girlfriend, and we were all like, at the, since then we have the we do say what the fuck like that he does. What the fuck? Since then we go what the fuck. His favorite <laughs> place to perform in uh, was Wuhan. I'm not. It's not yeah. a bit. His favorite place to perform was Wuhan because yeah. he said in Wuhan was the only place he found these things, uh, uh, lemon Snickers. Yeah. yeah. He says it is his favorite food in the world. Sure. And if he could perform anywhere forever, it's Wuhan, China. This was like a few months before COVID. And I, I think about what he said every day, dude. Yeah. Now look at them. Look where that got us. He's but, in Wuhan. Yeah, yeah. Just eating lemon stickers, wearing a mask, just, just chilling. Oh, the, my God. Fucked up. And, like, I searched his name trying to find a special event. Like, there's Sorry, some, yeah, just yeah. some clips of him. And I was like, oh, fuck. Why didn't this guy have any yeah, anything up? There's a lot of comics like and that in the world. he's been a comedian for some time. Yeah. yeah 20, yeah. 20 years. There's a lot of comics like that in the world just doing they they will never no one makes no one will know them they will never be a household name but they're just doing the road the circuit and they are funnier than like 70 80 percent of comics who has who have like specials god damn it man mm-hmm. put oh, something a, on YouTube Matt if you're listening to this I don't, he's a, yeah, he's, uh, a, he's a classic <laughs> itinerant comedian backpacker. Goes from country to country, city oh to city. Oh my god! 
We don't even know where the fuck he is. Every time Rizma tries to ask him, where the, where are you, Matt? And he, what does he say? He's, uh, he just, he'll make up, like, fictional cities. <laughs> he, like, just make up fictional cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah he's very secretive. Yeah, he's just most secretive. Yeah. I- I had a chance to speak with him the last time he was there and we were sitting at the bar downstairs and I was talking with him and you guys went up and he, I think there was some uh, of issues from the officials basically. So we were trying to be careful if I remember correctly. Right. And uh, so he was chilling downstairs and he and I were like talking and then we were, the conversation evolved into uh, philosophy. He was talking about Lacant and uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and Epictetus, and he was mm-hmm. trying to break down the philosophy of Nietzsche and that God is dead and all that, and told me about the, like how he wrote wrote the book, and he told oh he I forgot the name of that fucking book that he mentioned. Oh, I know, I know what book he recommended. Pro- uh, the book conspiracies that was, against people, the human the guy, race. Yes, there yeah. you go. Heresy, what was it called? Dude, conspiracies conspiracy against, the human, against race. the human race. He was trying to Dude. break that down with different philosophies. And Dude, it's really the, depressing. The book is like one of the most like nihilistic, sad I didn't books. read it. No, I didn't read it. But yeah, the dude I, who I wrote it killed himself. And then the yep. guy who wrote the thesis on it killed himself. Yep. This is a really depressing Did book. you read it? Uh, I read like just whatever was available online for free. It's fucking depressing. I don't think I'll read it. He recommended me William S. Burroughs. That's how I found out about the naked. William Lux. S. Burroughs, yeah. The guy is a wild man. He he said to me, uh, this is as a comic, right? Hold on. Uh, I'm trying to remember. This thing like blew my fucking mind. Uh, when you start out uh, doing comedy, first you write about uh, uh, who who you are, uh, who who you are in the world. And then you write, 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 write. Once you finish that, you write about who you are in the inside. And then da, 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 da. once you finish about writing that, you write about your, your hopes and your dreams. And then you write, 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 write about that. And then once you run out of that, you write about your uh, uh, your fears, you know? And then, blah, 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 blah. and then after you finish writing all of that, you will reach to a point where you start writing about your nightmares. And he said to him, that is the when a writer is the most interesting. Mm. Yeah. He has a point because any yeah. writer, if you look at the more fucked up, uh, even any artist yeah. basically mm-hmm. is the best when they go about their nightmares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're out of their nightmares, you're kind of not less interested. It's like yeah. Metallica, look at them. Like when they were on Coke and Crack and uh, Hookers, fantastic albums. Now they're not that they're all out. They're like, oh, I'm glad you guys are no longer doing that shit. But man, I miss you guys doing coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a bit sad. It is a bit sad. Like oh. William S. Boros is a, a epitome of a guy who I, I think he killed someone. And yeah, he he ran away from murder, and he Jesus. he ran to Tangier in Morocco, city of Tangier in Morocco. Back in the day that Tangier was, Tangier is not no longer a hip hippie place. Mm-hmm. And uh, was and he would be in his room doing nothing. He said like he would not get up from his seat unless it's gonna require him to do stick a needle in his arm. Because Tangier mm-hmm. is known for having an excellent hashish and uh, her I think heroin and uh, black tar heroin yeah. or something like yeah. that. And in Tangier they had this thing called Keef. Some people call it Kiev, but I think it's Kiev. 
and uh, which is a cookie um, they make with, uh, which is a cookie they make with nuts and something called, uh, fuck, I forgot. Uh, damn it. So it's the basically a compound produced. It's like the resin produced from the tips of weed, the tips of the weed fruit, wheat plants, the plants, and not, not the leaves, the fruit, fruit body itself. The tips of it has these crystals, resins that are pops out of it, which is meant mm-hmm. to, for the animals to, when they lick it, they go, they go apeshit. They have, it's the most psychoactive compound within the, what's it called? Within the wheat plant. Let me see. It's like, uh, Keef. Uh, let me find the name. One Yo, second. Keef is dank. Yeah, that shit. Wow. Yeah, it... Ah, there it is. All right. Keef refers to the resin glands, which contains the turpins and cannabinoids or cannabinoids that make cannabis cannabis so unique. While marijuana's sans keef contains cannabinoids, the the resin glands that develop on flower buds pack the biggest punch. So is these like a little glands that these this little uh, dots that you see? They would take that, they would pour it into these nuts, and they would make mm-hmm. these like cookies with it. And he would munch on those and would trip. And I think he wrote, I think he wrote "Naked Lunch" on that. Damn, jeez, that's the strongest yeah. version of weed. That this you guy was tripping, doing crystals. heroin and all kinds of drugs. That's reefer madness. That is legit reefer that, madness. Yeah. He's yeah. in the in his memoir. He's written is like he says like there was ampules just like the the trash can was filled to the ceiling with ampules. Jeez, like this dude was doing drugs twenty four seven. He was, he said I will not get up from my chair unless it required me to go buy weed, buy dope. He he didn't pay the electricity bill. He didn't pay the gas bill. His gas bill and electricity bill was cut. <laughs> so, now, now that's mm-hmm. a living an artist has to suffer to produce those kinds of works. Now back to the topic of com- other comedians that are like that. Yeah, Richard Pryor is an example of that. Who's like lived a nightmare entire his life, and he just oh, got yeah, rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He you lived a night. Uh, you see the comedy store documentary. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I watched a the... documentary on the Dick Gregory recently. Dick Gregory, is that familiar? Dick Gregory, a famous comedian who was a friend of Martin Martin Luther King. He went on this crazy fast of like just liquid fast. He would do not eat nothing but liquids for protesting the war and the racism <laughs> and all that shit. Very powerful figure, actually. Very charismatic mm. dude. He, he would. He was like he before Chappelle. He was the guy who would time his, time his uh, jokes with a cigarette. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He said. Like, I don't know what town he was from. He said like in my town, we were like people are so polite when the KKK comes and they don't have a match to light us light across and knock on your door and ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who? Who? Jack who do you think did, was wild? 
Who do you think uh, didn't deserve a stand-up special? Uh, apart from Brendan Schaub? This is how we apart, burn our bridges. Apart from Brendan Schaub. This is how we burn our bridges. Uh, I think I Calvin like Jay did not deserve Netflix special. <laughs> Calvin, if you're listening to this, I really think they deserve one. Yeah, that, oh, wow. Because <laughs> yeah, wow. he, he was the first one, wasn't he? He's the batch. Yeah, yeah. Hurry Harif, they they're both their specials were shot nearby. It's just Harif came out first, is all. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, Who else doesn't deserve? I said Seinfeld, man. The fuck. Yeah, it was a lot of old material. Yeah. Uh, I never material. really find Seinfeld funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. No one our age, I think, finds him uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, he'll do the same material for like eight years, and then he'll do film it because he wants it to be perf- perfect. Yeah, mm. I look at him as like a horror story in today's age, where it's content, 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 content. Uh, yeah, for me, it's like he's for me. The there is the that it's not the content part. Is that one? It's just. I don't get the whole thing about him aside from the TV show. I I used to love the TV show, sure, but but, I, but that but, was mostly Larry. That was also a lot of Larry David thing putting his exactly. input into that. A lot yeah. of Larry David in it, but then uh, then it's just this level of arrogance that he had. That like kind of like kind of got to me. I was yeah, like, yeah, okay. Is he the Conor McGregor of comedy at this point? Is that what's going on? No, 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 no. He doesn't trash talk anybody else. But there's a, just a, like a slight thing that he has, like he's above everybody else. Well, he is technically he's a trillionaire sure. with a lot of cars and a lot of yeah. achievements. But just that feeling, like I don't find you that funny on your stand-ups, man. But you're like pretending to be the Godfather in a sense. Yeah, and everybody else weird. are giving him that accolade, which I think like it's just maybe as a, as a third-party foreigner perspective, I don't understand him as much as an American would. I suppose do. Yeah, it feels like a lot of people are drinking this specific flavor of Kool-Aid that we never got here. Yeah. You know? Also, can we please talk about uh, how the Jew really likes his German cars? Hey, <laughs> uh, hey, look, look. You know, it seems like you don't like him, but you gotta give him credit where credit is due. They okay. know how to build a car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. When was the last time you heard about a Jewish car? You know what? It never yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. A Jew would never learn to build a car. It would save up so much money, the car will never get built. But if you build a car, you can have a mule. <laughs> yeah, no. Why would this... you build a car when you can ride on the Palestinian? I mean, come oh. on. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh... Yeah, no, I, it's just weird because it's specifically Seinfeld likes Porsches and, yeah. you know, for, you know, Ferdinand Porsche created the Volkswagen and we all yeah. know the history of the Volkswagen, right? So yeah. it's like, yo, Jerry, aren't you uncomfortable about this? Like, You're all... feeding the German war machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're feeding the Third Reich. They killed your grandfather, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> but the cars are so nice. It's nice. in the back. It's so nice. cute. It's so nice. Okay, another person who doesn't deserve a stand-up special. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Nenet. 
Really? Nanette? Yeah. I, I'm just mad they called that stand-up. That's all. It's that wasn't really a stand-up. Stand People yeah. were saying, like, the problem so, I had with that was that everybody was saying it's a deconstruction mm. of stand-up comedy. I'm like, but it wasn't comedy. I wasn't laughing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what, is it like, it, what is it? What is there to deconstruct? It's comedy mm. meant to laugh. That's it. Yeah. Comedy is just, uh, it's, uh, it, I, it should exist in the world. It should exist in the world. It's just that it should not be labeled stand-up. Because the problem now, where we're all suffering, is... Uh, since that special is so highly regarded by like critics, we're not even copying. Yeah. They just say this is the best thing that happened yeah. stand up in twenty years. Now people expect that to be stand up. Yeah, right. Yeah, people no, who've never watched stand up, just like uh, Bo Burnham's last Insight. Do I love yeah. Insight? But when people like I see on the comments on YouTube, like this is the greatest stand up special in the last five. I'm like, dude, it's not stand up. But that person will now want that and not what stand up comedy is. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah. So now me and Rakib have to fucking sing songs in our houses now yeah. because that is that's yeah yeah. For me, oh, it was boy. like the best comment I saw, which described that somebody said, "It's a thanks for the TED talk." Yeah, which I was like, I oh think, yeah, that was that's what it was. It was a TED talk. I think I, a lot of the people I knew talk described it as being a TED talk. I think of it as more like, um, you know what it is? It's a it's a one it's a one woman show. Yeah, right. Like on like on Broadway, like a similar thing to that would be like Tyson when Tyson yeah. had that one man show where he's mm. just on the stage telling his story. Yeah, I saw this on like HBO one one night. Henry Rollins, yeah, yeah. Oh, Henry Rollins, yeah. He does uh, a lot of that. Yeah, it's like right. sometimes you laugh, sometimes you're like interested, sometimes yeah. you're frightened. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you laugh, sometimes you cry. You know, sometimes you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. I felt like that's what Nanette was, and yeah. I don't know if it's because she couldn't shake off the baggage of being a stand-up comedian, or whether she she purposely called it stand-up comedy because she was unhappy with the comedy scene and this was her way of getting back at it um all i know is is that you know to be fair it doesn't do it justice it doesn't do comedy justice to call that stand-up comedy and i also don't think it it does uh that show any justice to call it comedy right so we're both we're both getting fucked over here when people yeah. start thinking that stand-up comedy, right? Uh, like, um, I think what yeah. was the issue, part of the issue was that I think the cult, the media and people like the critics, like who were not comedy critics and all that really added to the problem of it, yeah. the issue that we are like, everybody else started to have with it because we were going like, okay, all these accolades are going to this, like, I would have watched it better. I I couldn't get through it to be honest with you. Yeah, I could. I stopped because watching after like twenty minutes. I, by the time I got to it, it was just so much packed. Like I already had the one. The media made me have a preconceived notion about it. Okay, so I was already bombarded with it. But then I was listening to it, and I was starting to hate it because I was going like, "All right, being called the best comedy, I'm trying to watch you." <clears throat> laugh I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to watch it and i'm expecting to laugh because it's it's a comedy but you're failing at that 
and at the same time it's being called as the bravest thing ever so it's kind of going like all right what is this exactly that you're feeding me is the media and the 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 people the culture whatever who backed it up it i think tainted her material in a sense so because if i had watched that show in crack house for example without any any of the shit that people stuck to it, I might have actually listened to it better right. uh, as a standalone piece and be like, all right, I was entertained. I listened to what you, what you were saying was mm. listenable. I could, I could actually mm. take, I could actually take yeah. in what you're trying to say, but because like you're being portrayed as the warrior who changed everything for the comedy and the de- deconstruct the, the term deconstructing comedy really bothered me. It's been yeah. like, all right, Okay, I guess I I don't I'm not gonna be with this because you know it's this thing of where people underestimate how difficult making people laugh can be, especially yeah. when the material is dark. Like Hannah <coughs> Hannah Gatsby, you know she 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 pours her heart out to people about all the shit that she suffered while she's doing comedy, and then it's an indictment against comedy, and that becomes the new comedy. And we're like, okay, cool, but I don't know why the hell you're attacking this thing that we've all been doing, including Hannah Gatsby, for the past 15 years she's been doing it. Yeah. Right. And then suddenly, suddenly, you're, you're talking shit about the rest of us, and it's like suddenly you get to dictate what we've been doing for the past 15 years, but for the for you know for the past 50 years, and it's not like what she's doing is anything new. <clears throat> Which, yeah. in this, which in the sense makes what she's doing okay in a sense, you know, but it's like, but the convent, but the shit that now people think yeah. of as conventional is still very hard, especially yeah. when you're doing yeah. stuff, especially when you're pouring your heart out. Daniel Sloss is an incredibly good example of where you balance that fine line between mm. stuff Ooh. that should make you cry, but it's also making you laugh at the same time. Daniel and Sloss? For, Daniel Sloss. Oh. Right. For me, when you wanna when you when you're wearing your heart on your sleeve, right, and you got tears in your eyes, but you're still trying to make people laugh. And you're making people laugh because it's so sad. Um, that I think is the is is that knife edge balance that can be very difficult to do. Right. Yeah. The temptation is to simply lash out at people and say, you know, Comedy Fuck is toxic you. because it's it's you know yeah comedy is toxic because it's full of toxic people, and that's true. But here's but here you have Daniel Sloss and he's literally scolding the audience who, to not pity him when he has when he's talking about his deceased sister, right? Yeah, and that made me laugh and cry at the same time. Reason man, you had something to say. Uh, one comic who should not have had his Pete Davidson's last special is one of the that one it identifies as a comedy special and just fit. It is one of the worst things I've ever finished till the end. It was there was no structure. It was just him telling like uh, premises and stories. It was garbage. I'm mad because the special prior to that one is one of my favorites. This kid is hilarious when he puts in the work and the effort. He's Conor McGregor, bro. He got fucking lazy. He's not. He, he's famous now for just being Pete Davidson, you know. Fucking Kate Beckinsale. Dude, 
his Comedy Central 30 minutes or 40 minutes is like amazing. This was mm. he was 21, and you're like, this kid's 21, and he did, and that is he's the future. Yeah. And then you know SNL, high profile celebrity relationships, fucking yeah. sneaker deal, uh, being friends with Justin Bieber. Dude, this is like the laziest special I've can ever I, seen. Like, can I say no someone who might blow your mind away a little bit here right now? Go ahead. You might none of you might not might think of it. Joe Rogan. Really? Which one? Or just all of them? Uh, ex- actually all of them except the, the I think the one that he had where he did the Kardashian oh. bit that was my Colorado. Favorite. Oh wait, no, 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 no. The Kardashian bit was the best bit out of everything he's done now. Yeah, I know it's controversial. I'm sorry, but I got to oh. say it. I Okay, I, there, here's the thing. There's two ways I can take a look at this. Because I, I, lis- I listen to him every day. Okay? I listen to his podcast constantly. Yeah. So does that taint the way I... Because when, he's, because when I listen to his special, it feels like I'm listening to his podcast. I do not laugh. Uh-huh. So when he's like talking, okay. I'm like, ah. Oh. But I, I, at the same time, I kind of felt like he kind of has hit certain level. Like he still does a vegan joke, and I was mm-hmm. really like, uh, I was like going like, I, I would, the 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 one that he says like, okay, you meanwhile you open a can of murder to give to your cat because yeah. you you're a vegan. Yeah. But at the same time, I was going like, eh, you've kind of done the vegan bit like a few times already. Yeah. It's because you're such a diehard fan, man. You watch him every day. So you, you already yeah, know it, what it he could, feels. It could 100% be, 100% be uh, that. Like, honestly, it could 100% be that. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't well, yeah, yeah. find them like ex- funny. So I, I have, as I said, it's like I'm putting a premise here for this. It's like, I listen to him every day. So when he's talking, in my brain, I'm going like, yeah, yeah, like, okay. But by the beam, like, I, I, yeah. I know the beats he's going to hit. So yeah. I don't watch his specials anymore. I'm like, eh, I basically know. have seen a Joe Rogan special every day, his podcast. And I have yeah. listened to him basically. more than 10,000 hours. So I'm pretty much, yeah. I'm in tune with the yeah. voice that he has. So when he's talking, yeah. it's like, I yeah. okay yeah the vegan Ugh. blah 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 yeah all right yeah on the Kardashian blah ah yeah okay all right got it got it so I also, I wonder I also how it hurts his specials because like you don't maybe, hear the crowd laugh as much as well <laughs> yeah no I also feel like there comes a time in a comedian's life when they start getting older and they start losing it a little bit and hmm. if they don't go through a certain if they don't if they don't either transform or go back to their roots, you know, if they, they stay, yeah, if they stay stagnant, you, you'll start noticing that they, they go back to old habits that you've already heard to heard of before. Yeah. Right. And I think Joe Rogan, he's already 51 now, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. He's getting to that age where it's, you start to feel like it's your dad complaining about the latest trend. Probably. Yeah. Getting too yeah. comfortable. Yeah. The, that's yeah. why, the last that's special why, that was called uh, Strange Time. Yeah. Really? Like, eh. Right. Yeah. I mean, so getting too comfortable. That's why Bill Cosby raped all those women because he yeah. wanted you know, <laughs> to put, You know that's how hard it is to make people laugh when yeah. you went to jail for rape? That's, yeah. Yeah. Bill it's, Cosby, uh, bro. Speaking of someone who should get a special, Bill Cosby. You know what I'm <laughs> he has the best prison stories, dude. Come yeah. on. You know, speaking of someone yeah. who should get a special, OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, the bit has a Twitter I, account and says, "Hello, oh, yeah. Twitter world, it's yours Dude, truly." Guys, I don't. Creepy. 
I don't want. I want a special. I want O.J. Simpson to do a to do a special, like a one man show, not because I think he would be funny or insightful. I just want to see how weird it gets. Yes. I want to see this one man circus explode. That's all I want to see. They get the best thing I saw is like Sasha Baron Cohen did the prank yes. on O.J. Simpson. He pranked O.J. Simpson. And yeah. This is America. This is uh, who is America? Who Why is America? Is America? And yeah. he just came to. He was uh, he was pretending to be this like rich, uh, eccentric dude, old dude with long white hair and white beard. And it was like O.J. Simpson was there, and it was like Italian, Italian accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. O.J. Simpson was there. And he said, "I think something happened with the with his makeshift wife." And he was, and he just turned to O.J. Simpson and was like, "Yeah, you know, when sometimes uh, sometimes they would talk, start talking, you just want to." You know, right? You know, I am a big fan of you. I am big fan of you, OJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fan yeah, of yeah. you, you know. Yeah, you, know like... you know, sometimes you feel like you want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh man, yeah, yeah. So I think we've kind of nailed down the people for that. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. I don't ever want him to have a special. I think his entire existence is a special. But... Yeah. Wow. True. 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 Oh. A, yeah. He lived his art, but. He's... He's the closest thing we got to Andy Kaufman at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, fucking good. But pretty, he's pretty legit. I think those yeah. are the, those are the ones that are out now. I know that yeah. uh, the dude from Gigolo had a special few weeks, few months, few months ago. Oh yeah, um, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, Rob Schneider had a special, and I, I I didn't see that. I didn't see that. The... Yeah, Rob Schneider is, is is getting into that same thing where old men not understanding the world anymore. Mm. It's starting to look Eddie like Murphy, Rob Schneider. They said they're gonna have a special. He's gonna have a special too. Eddie Murphy has not aged one goddamn day. I don't know that what that man is. Well, the, he just kind of got chubbier slightly, but that's yeah, about just, it. Yeah. He has not aged. I don't know what virgin blood smoothie. Nah, you man, know. It's- Money. That's it's it. trans money, dude. Yeah. It's trans that's trans money, blood. Dude. No, it's trans blood. You get a lot of money. You oh, know, you know, you got that's cut, for, you know, you got that's for black yeah. people. Yeah. You know, you got white cut. people have. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. If white people have too much money, they end up looking like the Rothschild. Disgusting. Yeah. Old, yeah. decrepit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rothschild. That motherfucker had nine different heart transplants. Yeah. You know, he had nine heart transplants. <sighs> People have to wait years for to get get on the top of the list for a heart transplant. This yeah. guy got this guy got nine different hearts. He's got hearts like, in he, his pantry he, like he the outlives. Yeah, exactly. Like Naruto, he like... had like hearts from the Mex- He got enough hearts from Mexicans in the border. It's just like Mexican kids. But no, that's literally a Naruto but... villain. Uh, the dude, Kakuzu. Kakuzu, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The dude who's nah, who's got stitches all over his body, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, black oh, oh. people have a lot of yeah. money. They age very fast, but black people have yeah. a lot of money. That's interesting. And you know what it, it is? Like, More is expensive it? lotion. That's ah, what it is. <laughs> cocoa butter in the world. Cocoa butter. Because Bill Burr told huh? it to you. Yeah, all yeah. that you know what it is? It's that. Black people don't want to be ashy, so they rub the lotion on their skin all the time, and it keeps the skin, it keeps their skin supple. good. Nice. Supple. 
Nice and moist. Nice and moist. That's what uh, all of us should do. We should we should put cocoa butter on our skin. Yeah. They should put a picture you know of Bill Cosby on every bottle of like cocoa butter. Like this is what you will look like if you do not use Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, the amount of shit horrifying. he did in his life, hung, like reached to him. Yeah. The bigger the terrifying. asshole you be in your life, the more it's gonna show. Like. <sighs> later on like what's it called like george carlin he was a sweetheart and when he yeah. got older he became a, this tender looking old man yeah this sweet looking old man he, he looked Rock like everybody's child. grandpa yeah yeah look like everybody's grandpa who's cranky he's gonna give yeah. you 20 bucks and he's gonna tell you to go fuck your dad or something yeah like yeah that. yeah take the money get yourself a hooker yeah, that's my boy yeah how old is eddie now? eddie murphy is Eddie Murphy is like I don't know how old he is, but he's like looking still the same fucking shit. Yeah, uh, no. Jamie Fox is like fifty something years old, fifty five mm. years old, still looking looking like he's in twenties. Coco butter, Coco butter, oh sugar. <laughs> then, the, then, then we have uh, Bill Cosby, who's one of his eyes is dead right now. Yeah. He looks like this weird. Fuck it. Looks like a sea turtle who crawled out of his bed. Yeah. He looks like he looks like Black Crypt Keeper. That's what he looks like. Yeah. The yeah. Crypt Keeper. Oh, not many people might know that are friends. Yeah. 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 He looks like he came out of a coffin to tell you ghost stories. That's what he looks like. Yeah. Except it's it's all from it's all retellings of Mississippi of Mississippi burning. One of the times that it, things that blew up in his face, cry, beginnings of his rape case. Yeah. He had us on his website on his social media. He said, "Go ahead on social like Facebook world meme me." He asked, <laughs> him, mm. and people like it was all rape memes. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> all rape memes is like, yeah. what Cosby is gonna do with your drink? There was a Cosby picture of him saying like goodbye, but they blurred yeah. it out and they said, "When if you see this, it's too late." <laughs> yeah, you know that picture you showed me of the Daily Mail of him eating pizza. Yeah. It's blurry. It's kind of blurry, right? Yeah. That's what happened to the cameraman. <laughs> he didn't even wait to get no. out of the jail. <laughs> he probably Jail's learned. Like yeah. 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 Wait, he looks so happy. You got this is like I've there's seen a picture old... of him during the prison he time. He's so smiling. Happy. I don't. It's because he no longer has to wear a mask in front of society. You like know? I bet he's gonna be telling pussy stories Dude, to other black looks... people. Genuinely happy in all these pictures. He looks like, uh, like uh, back then he was very uptight, kind of tight in the face. Like I saw this, what he was doing late night one time in like the uh, the sixties. He was yeah. like looking myself very like. Yeah. He looked like Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, he looked like yeah. Yeah, he don't want to be there. But now he's like, hello, Facebook, meet me, because he can finally. The truth is out. He the weight is off yeah. his shoulders. He can just be himself. Yeah, and, oh yeah. he had a blast. I but he He's had a, a blast in prison, like selling pussy stuff. Then I yeah. fucked her in the I mean, <laughs> just he went well, like. I mean that that's a sociopath for you, right? Like who was that serial killer who was like six foot nine? Kemper. Kemper. Kemper yeah. You you're just looking at you know the same kind of attitude you see on Ed okay. Kemper. Yeah. yeah, just real happy about the fact that he gets to be around cops all the time. It's not just that. There's the, also a little bit of this is like when he got finished and he was like happy in the prison. Ed yeah. Kemper was talking about the fact that 
being on a run like kind of got to him and, this is, and yeah. eventually he went and turned himself in to the like and he did such a good job like police didn't believe him at first but yeah. so for cosby he that case went on for two three two years at least three years yeah. at least and for him to finally be like all right guess it's over like there's no more it's it's over it's finished i i don't i don't know if it's a mistrial yeah but i don't know if it's a mistrial or are they going to refile the case i don't know double jeopardy i don't know if somebody's going to shoot him in the street or not like i mean like a vigilante act like i won't be surprised fucking 50 people and and being able to get away with it no he's 200 years old you can you can just push him down he'll die yeah you can push him down go cough coronavirus in his face or some shit yeah yeah just put too much salt in his pizza boom coronary (laughs) wow yeah we've come full circle Back Back to Cosby. I think that's a good sign to wrap it up. You want to wrap it up, guys? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Like Cosby never did. Um, (laughs) Can't wait for him to open for Louis. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. 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 Fuck. Uh, Oh, fuck. That's going to damage Louis' comeback in a sense. No, no, Louis always going to have a comeback in plants, on in the floor, plants. in crockery, you know. In toilet. Oh, in my God. The bit he did, the bit he did about his, his sex act was just like, mm. ask if you're okay with it. And if they say yes, ask, are you sure? And then don't yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> Obama knows my thing. Obama. Yeah, that, that was the best thing that he said. Obama knows what I think. <laughs> it's like, you guys you uh, are so lucky that nobody knows your thing. Obama yeah, uh, knows my thing. Louis, Louis, uh, really? I know about your thing. And uh, I got to say, it's a lot spottier than I thought it would be. I don't know why you're jerking off right now, but I'm pretty sure it shouldn't have landed on my shoes. Uh, thank you. God bless that- America. That's a spot on Obama, dude. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> I think we'll leave you guys on that, man. Hope you guys enjoyed this fucked up show. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, fuckers. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs>